why do women like watching horror films so much? Like, I've s- met so many girls that just love horror movies. Yeah. I don't understand it. I, I hate horror films. Horror films scare the shit out of me. I have nightmares for weeks. <laughs> I have daydreams, day nightmares for Scary weeks. movies don't phase me. Yeah, I'd be like... You're crazy, that's why. If if it's hella gory, then I'll be entertained. But if it's not hella gory and it's just like spooky... I do like uh, suspense thrillers, though. Like, suspense they keep you on, keep you clenched the whole time. What's yeah. that uh, Shia LaBeouf movie when he was still young? He was like a neighbor. Eagle Eye or the one where he was in his uh-huh. house? Yeah, he was in his house. Oh, house yeah, arrest. yeah. I remember. I, yeah, yeah. And his neighbor's a psycho? Yeah, he had he had to watch his neighbor just kill people, but nobody believed him because he was on house arrest. Yeah. I don't really, I don't get into This goes to show how we treat criminals and the former criminals in this society. Yeah. I think... Okay, I try to say this without sounding sexual, but I think the like the the intensity of the show arouses them in certain ways. You know, it stimulates. Like, cause I mean, it. Man, I don't want to get too into it because like, it, so it like, might get a little too. Gr- I think <laughs> like, about fight or flight. Like, like when you're scared, those are like your two main responses: yeah, yeah. fight or flight. But you you can't really flight. So like you're you're fighting like on the inside <laughs> yeah. and, and it's very internal. It's very oh, fun. he's breaking it! <laughs> oh, Chris Carson. We hope Chris Carson does it next year, right, guys? Yeah, come back, Chris Carson. He unfollowed the Seahawks and Russell Wilson on Instagram oh, two weeks ago. The T. That's the T. So, and we swear we ain't jaded. Oh, welcome to the Emerald Perspective, where we swear we ain't it. It's your boy Stu, and you already knew that because it's the same three guys every week, unless, <laughs> every we, week. unless we bring on a guest. So we'll Hello. just skip, skip it, skip and get it, right it, to the it. point. That. So scary wow, movies. scary movies. Yeah, man. Honestly, scary movies are the best way, like, to make a girl like want to be close <laughs> to you, like. <laughs> Like Is if you go a, like like first date and you guys go see a movie, if it's a scary movie, that means she wants like if she wants to see a scary movie, I feel like she wants to be yeah comforted by I, you, right? I I have to agree with that. But uh, if I you think, go see like Twilight or something, then she you, literally has no interest. She's in friend zone, buddy. Damn, we're so old. You guys said Twilight, man. Twilight, Twilight hasn't been a thing for a while. I know. I'm just saying like something of that caliber, like something rom com, corny, horny, morny. Yeah, and then she's going to fall in love with the, whoever the male lead is in the movie you're watching. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I'm so scared. Tom Holland. <laughs> Was that movie um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days? They wow. Won. How old are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's I a classic, like, man. I feel like that's a great metric, though, for dating. For any time going to, uh, to a movie, the metric is if you go to like any type of Avenger, she's not interested. If you go to Twilight, she just wants you as a friend. And third one, if it's a scary movie, she might be interested. I don't know. It depends on the girl. Always yeah. depends on the girl. Definitely just have... get to know them. Don't don't go off. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This happened, so. I'm just but honestly, like, movie anymore. dates are kind of trash. Like, they are if trash. You, if you go on a first date, like, to watch a movie, that's, like, terrible. That's kind of boring, yeah, because you, you can't interact. No. It's like we might as well have not gone on this date because I could have done this by myself. But it's also tough if you do something like competitive because if you beat her, she's like, dang, are you just like a power hungry guy? No, like- honestly, <laughs> I don't have problems losing. Like if we're going to go on, a, if we're going to go on I'm a trying date. Trying to make it fun. Yeah. I just want to be inclusive. You want it to like, be close. I yeah. always try to make everything close because otherwise it's fucking boring. Exactly. Like, I could, 
I could beat you guys in Madden oh 50-0, but nah, man. We, I like you close. I'll make the wrong plays on purpose. And it just yeah. depends just to on, test you. on the group, right? So like yeah. if you're in a friend group that is naturally competitive and you guys all do the same things. Like us. Right? Like us. Like <laughs> like when we go bowling, right? We talked about bowling before. Bro. We go hard, right? That's a different that's a different in, like in the paint. Yeah, but then when you hang out with a girl and her friends or her family, like you're not gonna sit here and try to like Run the score up, you know. You look like an mm, asshole. Maybe I don't know. Depends. depends. It really all depends. Yeah, like all depends. It, there's nuances in life, and yeah. you just have to recognize them. And, and girls like comic books these days too. To go back to your like, oh, if she takes you to Avengers, or if she wants the Avengers, like she's not really there for you, or whatever. It's like like girls like comic books these days. Girls like video games. Like yeah. it just depends. Anime, especially way. guys. Anime. Yeah. Anime is huge right now. Yeah. We a boo. So I mean, you a boo, me a boo, we a boo. <laughs> so like, if we're, we're, we're since we're on this topic, I mean, like, what are some like ideal first dates for our listeners who are looking to ask that girl out on a date? Well, or COVID, even vice versa. COVID has during changed COVID? a lot of things. Yeah. Well, let's do a, a during COVID and then like a a post COVID one. So, um, since this this is all like it usually is every week off the top of our heads. Yeah. So um, I guess I'll go first. Yeah, go first. Go, go. During COVID, uh, a Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from me. Be like, what's up? Trying to Skype. <laughs> Trying to uvu. Remember that one? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Back in the day. That's a throwback. I remember just the noises. <laughs> What's the same thing with Skype? Yeah. Skype was the same way. Still was the Uvu King. Bro. I was, man. I was, oh, man. Don't remind me. Uvu Dude. back in the day. I was Uvuing random people like Still here and there. ladies, bro. And they were like, can you sing for us, dude? I'm like, sure. Dude, uh, I hopped on an Uvu call with Stuart one time. I was 19 years old. And we were in college. Me and Stuart were staying in Arizona together. And he was on an Uvu call with like days. six, seven different people. All small people. And they were like from Riverside, Utah. Like, I'm like, who are these people? I was like, I don't know. But they were all like, they all love Stu. It's so like on the Zoom call and they're like, who is that? It's like, it's my brother. Do you sing too? I was like, oh, so you be just singing for these people out here. Let's see what yeah. you're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't do that no more. But I mean, it was fun. But back in those days, <laughs> that was a crazy time. But on a more serious note, uh, back to the first date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. have you heard of, Mike, have you heard of House Parties, the app? So the cool part, I mean, it's a video app, obviously, but you can play games on it. You could actually play like, uh, like cool games on it, and with that person. So like, if you're like not comfortable really meeting face to face, like, hey, jump on house parties. Let's have a date on house parties. We can play games and just for like, and it's fun. I have done it before with some friends, so it's been kind of cool. So pretty much, you guys both said on virtual. Yeah, uh, I mean, it really, like I said, like we've been saying, theme of the episode, I guess, depends on you. Yeah. But uh, if you're trying to meet up, then I would say. Go somewhere in public. Support a local business. Yeah. Go hang out in the local exactly. business for like, or like in a local business sector. Yeah. Or find somewhere like, like a view. You guys go hang out somewhere. It's kind of cold right the now. The Seattle thing to do is. Yeah. But like, you can be public. Like, you guys can just park up somewhere, have some snacks, talk. Yeah. Like, look at the water, look at the city or something. I don't know, things like that. Bang. Yeah. I saw somebody go. <laughs> I saw a gamer and he he streams right, and he was streaming live and he had like ten thousand people, like hell of people watching his stream. Yeah, and he had his Google search open, and all uh-huh. of those people saw his search, like his prior searches, right? And there was one in there that says, um, "Is it against the law to have sex in your car?" And everybody was sitting there telling, "Like, what the heck are you looking for?" And then the other one was like. Can mushrooms that grow 
in like the forest get you high. <laughs> no, it can kill you. And he closes it real quick. And he's like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. But he got hell of followers off of that. Like, hell yeah. people like added his stream. Yo, if you guys need uh, any tips and tricks on where to find mushrooms, hit us up. We know a guy. Very, very uh, resourceful. Yes, we oh. do. I'm not going to say any names yeah, on the yeah, air. Yeah, yeah, nah, but yeah, you I know who you are, Caddy. <laughs> Caddy. Yeah, I have some ideas. I mean, yeah, everyone said it. Like, if you're going to meet, like, physically, I mean, Mind Bike is still a thing. You can grab uh, those other, like, brands or whatever. And just, like, especially here in Washington, you still can go right around Alki. I know it's cold, but, I mean, put on some coats on. It's been nice, though, since the yeah. storm like, a week ago. So, what if you, like, meet somebody outside, right, and they have their mask on? And you're like, oh, this person's cute from the eyes up <laughs> you gotta get and you then you like up. you like start talking and hanging out and then you like take the mask off and she's just it makes a fun guessing game british <laughs> she's gotta fall in love with their personality mike yeah. another point no i mean i work uh, as mike a psychic i work at target and one of the leads she was walking around and she like i was just like man okay this this lady she's cool she's a team lead cool whatever and she took her mask off during the in the break room, and it's like she has. I she I expected her to have to have you know big cheeks and like big lips. Yeah. And literally, when she took the mask off, it was like whoop, just very small. I was like, huh. Yeah. Looks can be deceiving. Weird. Makes everyone's you guess. uh everyone just is looking like like Sub Zero and Scorpion and yeah. all oh, those guys. Like, freak, there's freak. a TikToker that a tattoo artist who's Samoan. He, uh, uh, I forgot his name. It's like the Pooh Bear. Winnie J. Win- Winnie Drew. He got this Gucci one as a scorpion mask. Yeah. T Pain also got that one too. Yeah. Winnie the sick. Drew. Follow him. He's dope. His work is amazing. Immaculate. So, did you guys have any bad first date stories? Yeah. I had a bad one. You know why? Because it was my fault. Okay. Dude, man. It's actually. If you guys know. Dude, man. Okay. <laughs> okay. Before you get into that. Yeah, what? I, everyone always used to gas me because I'd be like, man, dude. <laughs> And they'd be like, man, dude. Man, dude. Man, dude. This is I'm the like, man, dude. Man, dude. Man, dude, guys. So, the word, my first, actually, I've I never really had a bad first date. I did have a very awkward one because I made it awkward and I made it stupid. And actually, so if you guys can hear in the background, there's someone playing video games. It's my friend Brandon, and I dated his sister. And we went on our first date, and through the entirety of the date, I was talking about myself. And she didn't tell me till like three months after, and it was pretty awkward. So, don't do that, guys. Let her do the talking. Just listen. Just don't do it, dude. Just don't do it. That was mine. Nice this is probably nice. the only thing, because I never had a bad first date. Like All my first dates have been really good. I don't date these hoes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. Uh, no, I actually... I don't think I've ever been on like a, a first... Like I never... Like I, I don't know. What is the first date? Like How does that even happen these days? I don't know. It's like that's that, that's like a very well. What? When's the first time you huh. all linked up? Like grab food. You know, yeah, I just you know me. It's, I'm about to make the best of it. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, oh shit. I mean, we're we're like I don't want to gas us up for the for the listeners right now, but we're the type of people that can make any situation work. I guess. So even if you're like an awkward person, we can figure out you know which doors to knock on to get you to kind of open up a little bit and be comfortable. So it's like never really awkward. It's just some days you got to work harder than others, I guess I'm saying, to, like, get them out of their shell a little bit. But I kind of like activities, like, even just getting drinks and talking. That's a fun type of day. Okay, I got one. I was thinking about, okay, so 
There was, I wouldn't really call it a date, but this is like as close as I can get. So, like, whenever I'm like trying to pursue a girl, yeah, I'm like, yo, let's smoke some fucking weed. Yeah, for sure. I roll some blunts, and there I worked at the Chowder House down at the mall, and at the restaurant next door, there's a like hostess, and I was, she was like, oh, let's hang out, and I was like, okay, let's smoke, and so we go to like this viewpoint in Seattle, of course. And we're smoking, and she just starts, like, throwing up. Like, oh she had, like, really bad acid reflex, so smoking causes her to regurgitate heavily. Oh so God. she's literally throwing up, and we're, like, halfway through the blunt, and what I'm a like, nightmare. I don't want to hit that anymore, and... That's yours. That's all yours. I don't think this is going to... No more sessions. Yeah. <laughs> I just seen what came out your mouth, like... Oh I was like, what is happening? It was disgusting. But, so, you know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any, like, crazy stories in particular. I have stories where girls show up, like, 45 minutes late. And then they get smashed, like, super drunk. Um, I, I don't know. I went out with a girl that, like, her ex-husband was in the room. And it was like, oh, cool. Let's leave. It's been some, I've had some weird, but there's not like, I don't know. I've never been out on a date where it was just really that bad to where I could really remember it. But I mean, I don't know. And, and like you said, like dating right now, like millennials, Gen Z, like dating is, is different now. It's like you guys will just hang out for a while and then a couple months go by and you're like, oh my God, like we're going out to dinner actually right now. Oh, cool. So, I mean, you're right. Like, dating dating now is different than it used to be. Oh, yeah. yeah Tinder, like, that cuts it's, pretty it's much just, all the way. It's like out. hookup culture now, you know? Yeah. It's just like, you Dating's hook up for a while, then you're like, oh, do you want to be my boyfriend? Everyone's like, oh, they got cured of most of these STDs? <laughs> Run it. <laughs> well, I know, it's true, because, like, nowadays, it's like, you clap a few times, and it's like, hey, what are we? Yeah, it's just, it's a weird, it's a weird, So I don't know, climate for dating right now for our generation. Um yeah, so I don't know. It's pretty cool. All what's right. uh, what's like the number one turn off you guys have, like with girls? Bad breath. Oh, okay. <laughs> halitosis, 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 halitosis. Bad breath. Oh, okay, that was quick. Yeah, I just have to be honest, man. If I could smell your breath, that means you really don't care about yourself that much. So, yeah. Bye. That means you keep the stop farts in. Yeah. You keep the stop fart in. Have you guys seen? Ladies, the, brush your teeth, yes. especially <laughs> in that mask. Brush <laughs> oh. your teeth. No. In that mask, brush your teeth. No one's, you know. Yeah, it sucks, bro. Don't think you guys don't have to brush your teeth now that you got a mask on. You got like a shield or something. Oh, That's no. fucking nasty. Uh, turn off for me is someone who can't kick it. Yeah, like, yeah. If you Facts. can't kick it, then sorry. Chill out. Sit your eyes down. You're about to have to go. I'm sorry that uh, I like to hang out with the homies. Yeah. Boys and girls, you know, yeah. I don't discriminate. Nothing complicated. And, uh, you know, oh, yeah, we just like to hang out and yeah, yeah, get yeah. stoned and talk yeah. about Drink life, some white ideas, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Do what no, you got to do. And if she can't, if she ain't with the shit, adios. What about you, Jay? Um, I just don't like rude people, right? It's like you go out to like a bar or a restaurant. Respect. And they're like low-key rude or demanding of the staff. Like I know they're there to work and serve you your food, but I just don't like rude people. Um, that says a lot about somebody when you're just not, I guess, thankful for things and 
not polite, I guess. And that does, that's not to say that every polite person is a good person, per se. I mean, what is a good person? But, like, that doesn't mean that, like, they're just, like, a generally positive person. But that's kind of step one, you know? Like, if they do some rude shit while you're out at yeah. a restaurant to, like, the servers and stuff. Like, ooh. shit that makes you want to p- apologize before yeah. you leave. Like, I'm so sorry, guys. I gotta like, leave a fat tip. Too. Yeah. She was mouthing off. God damn it. It says a lot about a person, you know? Like, how, oh, how am I going to, like, raise kids with a person like this, right? No, seriously. So, I mean, yeah, just a rude person, entitled, you know, yeah. the typical. It's crazy times we're living in, especially now. Like, you think about crazy times. We just celebrated an inauguration, huh? Yeah. Now they only say Politics inaugurated. Have a, big, have a big effect on uh, who we're dating, too. So, yeah. that's a huge thing. Oh. Um, if you let it. Maybe. Let it. But there was, like, a poll that came out that said that most people can deal with differences in religion class but one thing a lot of people can't deal with in america is differences in political definitely true which is is that like how like it's just like one way this like they're each like you should live this way no you should live this way here's the thing mike the thing is like i get it like it's it's petty in terms of being friends with somebody right yeah then it's petty at that point like i don't really give a fuck who my friends voted for if we're cool and we have fun together then i can call you a friend right yeah if when you have, you're, when you're dating somebody, though, it's different, right? Because you got to have similar values, especially if, like, the goal, the end goal of dating is to get married, right? That's as corny as that sounds. But, like, if you're just dating to waste time, that's one thing. But if you're dating somebody and you feel like, you know, you have a future with them. You're dating how, to bust nuts. How are you going to, oh, my God. How are you going to raise kids with somebody like that? Yeah. You know? What are you going to teach them? Right? Like, uh, It's tough. It's a little weird. So, I mean, like, can you imagine dating a hard right Republican and her whole family is hard right Republican. Like it just makes things kind of difficult, right? And vice versa. Like a lot of Republicans don't want to like date <coughs> snowflake leftists, right? Yeah. So I mean, and that the the climate we're in right now completely revealed so much about how we don't agree, right? You talk right. about the inauguration. There's how everything's racist. Everything's racist right everything's now. Everything's racist as fuck. I mean, and then they had the uh, at the inauguration. Now that you bring it up, it's crazy because they had fucking all the coverage was about what they were wearing and Bernie. Yeah, it was all about Bernie. Like Bernie took the show and it's ridiculous. Like the Internet loves him, but too bad the Internet doesn't vote. (laughs) Man, everybody wants Bernie, but the establishment won't allow Bernie to move forward. Well, that's I mean, yeah. And also, especially progressives, it's, it's actually very small. Small percentage of of, that Democratic makes the, the left side. The, well, not even Democrats, just like leftists. Yeah. It makes a small progressives make a small percentage of what leftists are. I mean, they're mainly moderates or established Democrats. So yeah, so it's never gonna happen. Like, it's, do you it's, think he could? Uh, so a lot of people are like, oh, AOC should run next term. What if she ran for president and he was her vice president? I don't think they would make it through. Um, really, a lot of these old people are dying. It's true, but I mean, there's still the 40 year olds, 30 year olds that are established Democrats. I wouldn't vote for them, honestly. I'd rather vote for The Rock. The Rock is running, isn't he? Did he say he wanted Man, to run? I don't know if The Rock's the Rock running. The Rock and Kevin Hart? Is that a thing? No, that, no. Hell no. Hell no. That would be funny. The Rock hints towards it, and he's like a moderate, so. And, and, and he calls himself a centrist. And white people love The Rock, so it's like. 
He would do well if he knew enough about government that we could trust him. I feel like he could do well. Hey, I mean, Arnold Schwarzenegger was uh, the governor of California. Bro, Donald Trump was the president. But he married a Kennedy. He married a Kennedy. She did. Or he did. Yeah, I forgot about that. I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. But bro, Donald Trump was the president of the United States. Yeah, yeah. He's going from reality shows and fucking models to being, you know, and having his hand on the nukes, bro. Yeah. So I mean, anything's possible. Yeah, anything can change. Well, especially twenty twenty, you know, anything can happen. Well, twenty twenty one, new day. In new terms day. of Bernie, though, bro, I have I do not know in my lifetime a more on brand politician than Bernie Sanders. Yeah. It doesn't matter what time in this man's life you go back to, he has been saying the same. Hasn't Five changed things. Flute. Hasn't changed a flute. I remember back in the 80s, they have a clip of him where he goes on the House floor and he scolds a senator for talking yeah. shit about gay people. Yeah. Back in the late 80s, early 90s, he was saying this. Before, like, gay, like, homosexuality was, wasn't was taboo, right? Because it was, ba- at the time, like, nobody talked about yeah, it. Yeah, a lot of AIDS and stuff. Yeah, like, you don't talk about it. It's like, oh, being gay is, like, synonymous with, like, AIDS and HIV, right? It's a progressive. And they hated it on they him, right? They pushed that narrative. And then a Republican goes to the floor... Uh, representative, and he's like, oh, yeah, we don't need homos in the military. Yeah. And then Bernie goes up there, takes a mic, and scolds the whole room. Right? Yeah. Yo, they're not homos. These are people that fucking... Serve our country. Yeah. They, they love America, they too. They go into combat guys. zones. You just offended thousands of people, is yeah. what he said. Those, those patriots did something you didn't do. So you can shut your mouth. Yeah, that, it annoys me. But it, it also annoys me, too, because on the same side, I've seen a lot of progressives on social media get on, on Biden who have not done a lot of research on Biden say he's not progressive enough. And I was like, well, it's funny because he's not progressive at all. No. Like, he's established. He's an yeah. established Democrat. He's, he's, a, he's like a neo The right is, moderate. like, saying, they're all like, oh, on his first day, he took away a bunch of jobs and blah, blah, blah. It's like, don't you guys understand? We want people to stop dying. That's yeah. it. That's all. Yeah. Just... Like, well, they're talking about the Keystone Pipeline. That's what they're talking about. They're like, oh, look at all those like union. First of all, they talk out of two sides of their mouth because on one hand, they hate unions. They hate the union. But they're going to sit here and say like, oh, look at all them union workers that are unemployed now. It's like, first of all, we should have never been digging over there in the first yeah. place. Like we had to like bulldoze natives to do that. And that's fucked They were hosing up. them and tear yeah. gas. And, and if, if they did even an ounce of research, union take care of their workers. Yeah. Even if you lose your job, our dad was a, like one of his jobs fell through back when we were younger. And my dad and dad was still taken care of throughout the entirety of, of that. Of the, I guess they call it a tour for what they did. So the, the union are there. So yeah, it's just annoying. Like, cause it was, I think it was like Mark Marco Rubio said something. Yeah, and dude, I'm they're like, yo, y'all don't give a fuck. And they sh- again, they shouldn't have been there in the first place. That that Keystone Pipeline was going through. It didn't go through Native American lands, I don't believe, but I know that the river that they were crossing was Native was going through Native American lands. Yeah, and the more that they pollute the area, it's, you know, they like on those reservations. Down to the water, the yeah. Stream. And those reservations, they use the rivers, you know, they don't have like a lot of infrastructure over there. So like the land is extremely important, not just to their livelihood, but to their religion and their culture, you know? Yeah. Like they want to respect the land that they're living. You're on. literally poisoning their deities. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, like, and their spirits. Yeah. And this land that, that the country. And it's supposed to be them. like built on freedom of religion, right? Like, and like that's what their religion is. So exactly, why are we doing that? Well, I actually never really asked you both this. Like, what do you guys like identify as? Like, it's, it's like mostly. Are you guys progressive? Chinese? Chinese. Oh. Uh, politically, like, are you progressive? I identify as Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, sorry, I ladies. Shush. Well, Except I don't I really identify as anything. I guess I'm registered as a Democrat. Yeah. But uh, I was like, when I was in Alaska. 
I was registered as a Republican. Yeah. But not because the guy, dude, dude came to my house, like to my apartment, knocked on the door at like 5.30 p.m. <laughs> I was like, and I had hella weed out. So I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting raided by the feds right now. What's happening? But he was like, oh, what are you? I was like, oh, I'm a Republican. <laughs> Don't take me to jail, please. Take me chill. to church. That's why I voted for Harambe because I was like nice. on the Republican side. Yeah. When I came back to Washington, it switched to me and then uh, got to the Democratic side. But like when we took that political compass test, it was saying I'm registering on like a Gandhi level of political, like, yeah. like just sit in front of the office and starve myself until something happens, kind of. Yeah, you thing. were a little bit more north on that scale than I was. I was a little bit more like down to the left. Yeah, because the top of the spectrum is authoritarian. Yeah, but yeah we were so still I'm down. I was at bottom left. Bottom left. Yeah, that's where I, I was, like, centered. I'm always, like, close to the center. Like, I'm, like, bottom, because I'm not authoritarian at all. But I'm, like, in the middle towards, like, bottom left. I'm, I'm a huge proponent of just freedom of thought. When it comes to government and economics, I believe, I do believe in small government. I will say that. The problem is, is that our government spends a lot of money on shit that doesn't help us. So if this is going to be the norm, right, and the government is big and spending all this money, then that money needs to go to help people. So I believe in social safety nets. Um, I believe in human rights, you know, things like that. Um, I believe fewer wars, for sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Shrinking the military. And I know that sounds crazy because I am in the military. Um, but perpetual war, I don't like that. Um yeah, and just general, like I said, general human rights, all that jazz. Yeah, I, I, the government shouldn't tell you how to live, but they should provide the tools for yeah. you to be successful. Yeah, to climb out of poverty. And we have to address a lot of issues that we have right now. You yeah. Know? Like a lot of issues that we created as a country. And I say we, even though we weren't a part of it, once you're born as an American, you inherit you know, all the baggage of what America is. And I feel like a lot of stuff, like with people of color, right, neighborhoods we grew up in, and people grew up in worse, you know, like that was created by the powers that be. And that's their, now it's their responsibility to fix those problems. Right. Right. And you like you talk to guys like Ben Shapiro, who says, oh, people need to make better decisions. That's how you fix this. And like, yeah, you're right. But you have to change the environment for people to make better decisions, you know. Yeah. And so yeah. like, you can't expect somebody whose environment is like shit to just suddenly make better decisions with their life. Like these people got to survive. You yeah. Know? And these people are influenced by really shitty things right um so the government you know i mean there's a lot we can talk about we can talk about this for a long time no but, for sure yeah i mean for me like i mean i identify as a moderate democrat i do believe in some fiscally conservative like policies and all these things and i mean i'm very uh like i even a lot of uh my friends that are very hardcore leftists i posted this thing on facebook about like congratulating uh kamala harris and joe biden on their presidency and vice presidency and then i uh at the end i just said you know thank you president trump for um for serving us it's not the easiest job and you know blessings on your future endeavors and i had a lot of people on my comments that are hardcore leftists it's like you have a better spirit than me i'm like well i mean i could never do that job regardless of what you think about what happened yeah i trust me like i'm was never happy with trump at all but you know he did he served our country for four years and we just have to move on we got to heal so that's how i am um, economically, I mean, there's a lot of things I'm pro-choice, and it's that's kind of kind of rare, <laughs> hearing it from a a pastor especially. So aspects of socialism for sure. I know a lot of people on social media 
for me personally. Social media. Yeah, Socialism. Social no, I'm just kidding. I know, a lot of, media. I know a lot of people on social media want me to be harder left, but I think aspects of socialism are good, right? Yeah. But I think there's a happy medium between social, like socialism and capitalism. I really do. I think there's a happy medium in there I somewhere. I think there is too. And we're so fucked if aliens come. <laughs> yeah, we are. We're, we're fucked. We're so screwed. This is what we're talking about right now instead of mm. like, how can we make the world better? Yeah. And no, it's, yeah, I mean, it's impossible. And like the big debate right now is because uh, President Biden, that sounds so nice right now. President Biden <laughs> signed that executive order, you know, increasing, uh, what do you call it, the uh, Civil Rights Act 1964, yeah. I believe. And he was talking about, you know, rights for transgender people, right? Any to federal. To get them back into, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Non discrimination for any federal, you know, entity, right? So a lot of schools that take money from the federal government that to allow transgender athletes to compete, right? And that's like the big discussion. And we touched base on this in another episode. That's one thing I deviate from uh, when, when it comes to the mass, I guess, majority of leftists and liberals is I don't think it's fair, right? I think that they should have the right to uh, grow and prosper in this society. Absolutely. I think everybody has the right to, you know, Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Shoot. Absolutely. But I feel like... And where they seem fit. In a way, you're disparaging, you know, cisgender women, right? If you're going to sit here and say that, like, transgender women that were biologically male get to compete with these women, you're... You know? No, seriously. No, it's... Because it, it really doesn't go both ways. No. It really doesn't. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. Because really, it's just... if it was the opposite and you had a transgender man... They're not dominating men's sports. Never. You never have these stories that say, oh, a transgender woman. Well, I mean, yeah, minus like, I don't know. What Bruce Jenner became a trans person like way after. Yeah. But because it's a better climate for him yeah. than her now. I'm, but he, he said like that, he, or she said that she, they already identified as that like back then, but just didn't know how to express that. Yeah, and he beasted it though. Still, no, I mean, <laughs> like, what what exceptions I was to, to the rule? Exception to the rule. Yeah. I, I mean, is, he had the mind of a woman, but he still beasted men. <laughs> you know, in more ways, in more ways than others. I mean, what? He's, no, it's kidding. You see he's how just, big Brody Jenner is? Yeah. He's a monster. Oh yeah, who's Brody Jenner? He's good genes, bro. Remember from the His OC? Son. Oh yeah, yeah. His son. Yeah, he's yeah, a beast. Yeah, Good-looking yeah. kid. Like he's a monster. But it, what what I was trying to say was I meant in the opposite direction when it comes to women transitioning to become men. When they go compete with other men, they don't dominate, right? No. But when it's men transition to women and they, they compete with women, they just, like the Colorado, those two uh, women that, they're high school girls, they transitioned and they ran track and they were taking first and second in every event they competed in. Yeah. They're breaking records, right? Like, like they were boys before. And yeah. And, and they were just winning everything. And that's where like a lot of this conversation came from is because of those two girls. Yeah. And it's a tough, it's a tough like place to navigate um, because absolutely you want them to feel comfortable in their skin and you want them to grow. Yeah, I don't want to tell home. you how to live your life and who you are. Like, yeah. so that part, I'm like, yeah, do you like, yeah, be you, do you just. It's it's tough and it is tough because imagine like Serena Williams, right? Serena Williams is the greatest tennis player to ever walk the earth. Yeah. Right. The next, you could talk about any of the male pros, right? Any of the male pros doesn't matter if you're the worst ranked, the lowest ranked male pro, or the top ranked. They will all beat Serena Williams. Yeah. Right? Man, I don't know about all of them. Any male pro that plays tennis, in she the hits world, it harder than some guys. Not pros. 
not pros. The top fifteen hundred men in the in the world would smoke her. Yeah, I, I really? smoke her. All right, hey Brianna, Mike's Mike's sister Brianna. This this ain't no slight to you. Brianna is miles better of a basketball player than I am. If I play Brianna one on one, she's not beating me. <laughs> Why is that? That's true, but I'm saying Why? tennis is more like. You just, like stay on your side. It's not like, but, but it's you, you smack in that. But ball. men, men agility is actually yeah. It's very, fast twitch muscles. More like it's just not fair. But like, she's been hitting in like 120 miles per hour. Like she's a what do guys man. hit it yeah. faster than that, Mike? So you take the top 10 Olympic sprinters, 100 meter dash for the women, right? I could take the best high school 10 top high school boys, and they're beating those times. Yeah, and it's not close. Like they're they're sub ten second one hundred runners, mid ten second one hundred runners. I'm know? just saying, I think the gap between if there is one between Serena Williams and number fifteen hundred, it's a lot closer than I think we're giving her yeah. credit for. And, and I know a lot of our the but people. She'll admit that she's lot, admitted that in an interview. You know? A lot of our hardcore fans too, especially that's like the it's probably the one of the only things people really disagree with us on is about that stance on like what we believe. Because it's a hard conversation to have. Because at the same time, we believe... I, I think we need to get to a place where it's like... We, we're talking about equality for our yeah. brothers and sisters who identify as transgender. But at the same time, we have to think of quality for all. Because yeah. what, you said, what yeah. you said what, what you said was actually very profound. It's just like the pursuit of happiness is just for everybody. Yeah. Now you're hitting that for the cis woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because and, when, and when it comes to sports, it's not a big deal in the grand scheme of things, right? It's a life, so like, though. It's, it so is. It it is. is for, like, for a lot of people. But when you talk about athletics... It's not really on anybody's radar, especially a transgender woman or a transgender man. They're trying to navigate life, right? So yeah. athletics should be the last thing that people should worry about when it comes to them. But when you talk about the people that do compete in these sports, right? We're talking about catering to this group of people while disparaging the other yeah. in some ways, right? And I think that's a reality that I'm comfortable with saying. And, I, and if I get catch flack for that, it is what so it is. So be it. Yeah, so be it. So but be it. I just believe that if I had a daughter... Right, that was cisgender female, and she had to compete in wrestling or in track against a man against a bio- oh, sorry sorry transgender transgender woman. woman. I just feel like we're shortchanging her. Yeah, in, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah, in that avenue, that specific avenue, I do. You know your girls wrestling. So what? So you want your girls wrestling? I mean, lots of women wrestle, especially yeah. Samoan girls. Yeah. They wrestle, and so. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I get what you were saying, though, because talent runs the gambit with men and women, and not all men are more powerful than all women. We've said that before. Yeah. Um, but when you talk about, av- like, the average, yeah. right, and even the top echelon, like, we would never allow LeBron James to play basketball in the WNBA. Like, that's fucking crazy. This guy would drop 100 points a night. <laughs> like, that's fucking terrible. On average. And, and that's averaging we, 100 points yeah. a game. <laughs> and we coached women for a long time, and we know that we respected them as athletes because they're every bit of an athlete as a man is. But we're not going to put them on the same field with men. No. Like, that's just disrespectful. No. And I don't know. Yeah, but so at the end of the day, you know, shout out to Biden. We just don't want people to get hurt. I yeah, think that's absolutely. what it really that's Like, we is. don't want anybody to get hurt competing. Yeah. So maybe, but like, you don't get hurt running track. Yeah. <laughs> but you do have men and women's track. Yeah. And we did that for a reason. Like, why did you to separate make it them fair. in the first place? To make them fair. You know? You can't, you can't do co-ed. Hundred meter dash, <laughs> but anyways, but I I, I they think do in tennis, right? Co-ed tennis. Yeah, yeah. You can well, do like, partner, yeah, partners. Like, you can do partners. Yeah. Like promotional. Yeah. I think it's just it was good though. Like all this conversation was to stem off the executive order that that I said passed. Uh, President Joe Biden um, released thirty 
executive orders. Nice. Yeah, like 30, 30, 30, Amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, and the beauty, I'm like looking at it right now and I'm looking at the majority of these executive orders. A lot of them are striking the coronavirus and like how Most we can impact. And then, and that's why I love watching it. It's like just seeing like, and obviously you have like stuff, um, stuff that are like adjunct to equity economy and stuff. But like majority of these of the 30 is about helping small businesses, like actually sending more money to small businesses more than Trump did. Which the amount that Trump sent was good too as well, um, but thinking about also like stimulus packages to help um, to send Americans with the monetariums have been extended to September, stuff like that. So he day one January twentieth, like right after his inauguration, he went to work. Yeah, signed the first ten, and now he has thirty. So yeah, he, I mean, a lot of Republicans were upset because they were like, "Oh, these are the most executive orders anybody signed." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But before that. Trump signed the most executive orders and they didn't have Ever. Well, like, yeah, yeah. He just well like, Biden did so. And, but the, th- here's the, the problem that I had with that was because, like, literally day one, January 20, Donald Trump signed exec- executive orders about the Muslim ban. All these, like, stuff that happened. Just things like executive orders that just had no effect of whatever, like, you know, just didn't have any, like, weight under them. Yeah. But, like, the beauty, it's not a beauty because we're, we're struggling as Americans right now, but, like, seeing that these 30 have been, like, kind of really focusing on be- making America. <laughs> Sorry. Bettering, you know, getting us out in a more healthy state as yeah. a country. I was about to say, make America great. Make America well again. <laughs> Mawa. Yeah, man. Mawa. Full circle. Full circle, right? But no, I, I, I'm I, really proud of that. You know, those 30, I read a few of them this morning, and I'm just like, I'm with it. A lot of it for environment as well. Yeah. Like we just talked about the thing. You got to keep uh, the planet safe. It's it's real. His inauguration speech was great. He touched on really all good. these things. The quality. Or I think that Unity. everybody, Sorry. like, ah, I was a hater in the beginning. I was saying, he, oh, he's Sleepy Joe. I was on that. But he seemed pretty put together. Yeah, he's, he's good. I mean, his experience is needed right now, you know? And everything he's doing to try to, like, taper, you know, the sting of the last couple years, especially... It's it's all just for him to try to swing us back in one direction, you know. know. The rest of the world is also uh, a little more at ease, except for like China and Russia. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, you know, we're gonna have to address the you know the data hack from Russia at some point. Um, you China's, see that they they kept Parler up. They ran Parler. They opened it back up through Russian sites because yeah. they want. They're praying for the downfall of us guys. We can't give it to them. Cannot give it to them. I think I you know that's the sad thing about America right now, dudes. <laughs> dudes. Um I've seen so many people on social media like pretty much like egging on the downfall of Joe Biden. And I'm like, the craziness of this of all that is like you understand if his downfall, we're the ones that suffer from this. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're Democrat or Republican, we're all as a country gonna suffer. Like we prayed for Trump's downfall and it happened. <laughs> and look where we are now, struggling. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, you can go back on my receipts if you follow me on Facebook. I, the day that uh, Trump was inaugurated, I like, you know, try to say, you know, I send prayers. I know, like, lead you and make these decisions. And, and again, like, I'm not a Trump supporter at all. I didn't vote for him uh, twice. Uh, I don't support pretty much everything that he stands for. But at the same time, he was our president for four years, and I only want him to make the right decisions. Did he? No, and there was a rough number, Mike, of how many lies he told in yeah, the White House. Yeah, it was House. like thousands of 30, lies. 30, 30, almost like 30 plus thousand lies that he said in the White House. It, just like, the, the <laughs> not him, him not being there has already made everyone so much more happy. Think about like 
all the PR people in the White House who are like, oh my God, thank you, exactly. Jesus, Joe Biden doesn't tweet at one in the morning. Yeah. Like, D- Donald Trump had a a Diet Coke button on the desk, the yeah. presidential desk, where he pressed it and someone would bring him a Diet Coke. Like, that is the trashiest thing I've ever heard of any president doing in the Oval Office. No, you know what the trashiest thing to do as a president? Not show up at the inauguration. Yeah, that's and go, pretty and low go class. To Flo- and go to Florida to go to an echo chamber so you can feel good about yourself. I saw a video so of prior presidents, the last four prior presidents when they're you know, at the inauguration speaking on behalf of, or the incoming president speaking on behalf of the prior president. And they all were like, I want to clap for this president for his service to our country, right? And like President Obama did it with George Bush. Like George Bush did. George did it for Obama. Or, yeah, George, and Obama yeah. did it for Trump. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Clinton did it for Bush. Yeah. And Bush Sr. did it for Clinton. And they all just, you know, and even when it comes to the uh, the, the portraits yeah. of the president and first lady, like that is traditionally a job for the sitting president to present the prior administration their portrait, you know, in the White House. And President Trump didn't do it. And I, I'm hoping to see President Biden do it for. President Obama and you know Michelle, I hope he presents them with their their portraits and you know in the White House in the months to come. Definitely, definitely gonna happen. It's right gonna be a big wrong. thing. It's gonna yeah, be yeah. a big thing. Now, who, one, who did the so who? Because you know how who did the speech? I didn't watch it. I had to work that day. Who who did what Trump was supposed to do for nobody? Biden. Nobody. Uh, they cool. just had the Chief Justices yeah. speak before. Um, and then what's her name? If you could Google it for us, yeah, she was the uh, the poet. It's like the youngest. You know, laureate Amanda yeah. something laureate oh, poet. Yeah, and then uh, J Lo and Garth Brooks. Oh, she, Lady Gaga. Garbage. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga, Gaga came out, off. and but ah, her outfit was so weird. It was weird. Hunger Games. It's Gaga though. It's Gaga though. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing was kind of Hunger Games esque. Yeah. I mean, all of them were just stunting. And Michelle, you look beautiful, Michelle. I know you'll never hear this, but good lord, them curls and that purple, you know, like that belt. Suit, Amanda Gorman. Belt. Yeah. Amanda Gorman. Amanda Gorman, she, she was incredible. She was amazing. I watched uh, her. I watched it. It was powerful. And just like to speak to what you guys were saying, this like kind of bre- like collective sigh of relief in the, around the world and in the, you know the country. There was that the whole inauguration. They even had somebody that signed the Pledge of Allegiance. You know? Yeah, that was powerful. And she did it in sign language. And I saw a video of uh, a deaf girl. Uh, yeah, on TikTok. That, yeah, on TikTok. Yeah, I saw that too. I was just crying watching it. And she she never heard. She never knew what that was. Yeah, she never got to see it. You know. And so I mean, a lot of this inclusivity. People say it's extra, and in a lot of ways it is, but it's needed. But, right. Yeah, now. like yeah. think about like how like even if it just makes one person feel absolutely a little better, like let's do it. Well, yeah, look, we need it. Right well, look at the. If you guys watch, go on um, and watch the press conference of uh, press secretary, the new one. I forgot her name. I could look it up. But and Dr. Fauci. It's good to see Dr. Fauci confident. Like he's, he, he looks decades younger right now. Yeah, like, dude. Like, I'm not going to get fired for speaking no. the truth. And he talks, bro, he talks like he's just still young. Like he's just like a young, Going back hungry to what you guys doctor. were talking about when you were saying um, the differences that between their Oval Offices, right? Trump had a little... Diet Coke button, right? But Biden changed the whole Oval Office. Like, the, even of the course. rug. Yeah. The rug is blue. First of all, it's like a dark blue. It's beautiful. Trump's was gold. But he made it, <laughs> yeah. He made it blue because he wanted, and then the center, you know, with the stars and the eagle and stuff yeah. like that. But he said he wanted it to represent America. And so that's what he wants to see every time he walks in there. That or 
Trump left in such a hurry because he shit everywhere. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. Take a dump everywhere. Even the, even the paintings, you know? Like the, the one painting over the podium where, they, where he gets filmed in the Oval Office. Yeah. The painting that President Trump had was Andrew Jackson. Like one yeah. of the yeah one super of super native worst. hater yeah he like the trail of tears motherfucker bro like yeah. military authoritarianism fucking Andrew Jackson he's he on the pic- I mean he had a problem with people wanting to change the names of those Confederate uh, bases names you know yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't surprise me and when it comes down to even the busts you know the little sculptures that in the office they had that Hispanic um, my goodness I can't remember his name but uh, he has Martin Luther King bust he has. You know, James Madison, Thomas Jefferson, George Washington. He has all these presidents in there, you know, and then the pictures of his family, you know. Just a completely different tone around the, the White House right now in the Oval Office. It's yeah. just I, America. I, I know a lot of our yeah, fans will, I know a lot of our fans are going to hate me for this, but I did feel bad because if you watch uh, the, the Trump rally that happened in Florida during the inauguration, bro, the Trump kids were literally like just in their the wives and their daughter and their girlfriends. Crying. They were like bawling. The whole time. <laughs> like, Gotta go pray. Don't at, come at uh, me. I'm just saying. I feel... Go pray back at the polls. Yeah. So prayers will be answered. It's. Can I can I say oh. something on this? Yeah, by the way, I have I have it. I just need to get this off my chest because Ooh. I've been very um, take your bra. I've been very silent, especially when it comes to. Social... Oh, let me take this off. Anyways, um, I've been very irritated on social media because I've seen a lot of evangelical Christians at their churches. On I think you shared a video. Or you didn't probably you probably whatever. Yeah. Um, I saw a video of a countless pastors. One of them um, said that there was fraudulence in the election. You can have your idea, but keep you know politics off the podium. Yeah. But it got to that point. This is in Louisville, Kentucky. He said that if you were a part of the fraudulent voting, he's like, I pray the curse of God upon you. And talking about poverty, sickness, disease, and I'm like. Bro, I don't know who calls this person a pastor, but first off, he needs to be fired, get a, like forever taking his license and what away. What authority do you have None. to do that? You have no authority, you know? zero. And then, like, this is a pastor that I cannot stand. And a lot of us pastors on TikTok, we actually, I actually am friends with a lot of them. A lot of them are kind of big time TikTokers, and we were just talking about it. He posted a video, uh, his name is Greg Locke, yeah. Um, Mr. Greg Locke. went off on a midweek service talking about it's like uh, he is not my president all this stupid stuff and and I'm just like man the the church has been more divided now than ever because of this presidency and I'm tired of it I'm sick and tired of it and that the Louis Kentucky Louisville Kentucky thing like literally put me over the edge yeah and so if you're an evangelical Christian and you approve and you go to any of those churches I have no respect for you you don't know anything of the gospel. You know nothing about the love yeah. of God. What would Jesus Christ. do? Yeah, Jesus was radical. Jesus though. would have been called a, a socialist. He would have been called a communist. Jesus kicked you it know, with the worst people. That's why I was th- okay. So I was doing some thinking over this last week. Like, what should we talk about on the podcast? He was not liberal though. And like Chuck, <laughs> maybe we. I think everybody needs to have at least one homeless friend. I have three. Someone you can really like. If you see them, you say what's up. Like you give them a couple bucks. Like. Yeah. They'll tell you a story or whatever, some crazy that happened. Like, do you guys have anybody? You said you have three. Yeah, I've had like a couple guys like that in my life. Been really close with homeless folks, and I, mean, I used to like give them roaches in high school for candy bars. It was a good deal. Yeah, I mean, I have. I was on a first name basis with some of the Capitol Hill homeless people. Let's what's about up? It. Nothing like, oh, what's up, Jay? Like, oh, what's up, Randy? Like, what's good, bro? Yeah, I always like when I'm downtown. I'm like smoking a blunt. I always have like thoughts like, should I give this to this guy? We've talked about this yeah, because he'll get high no. and hungry. Yeah, but like, what should we give him? Maybe like socks. 
fucking just have like a backpack of clothes, and then you give it to I one mean, though, and then a bunch come over to you. And then what do yeah. you do? And me and Stu used to help out under the bridge on uh, I five by Seattle. We used to go there and like cook hot dogs for people and like hand out clothes and stuff. I mean, that's a good way to give back, you know. Do it like once or twice a month. I mean, I know we all have busy schedules, you know, but that's can a, that's you what imagine like those motherfuckers don't give up, like for real, like. They are in the gutter, and they're like, I'm going to go to sleep and wake up the next day yeah, and do it all again. Live their lives. Yeah. Whoa, crazy. Like, they have some hardworking folks. And, yeah, they're I just mean, working against themselves. <laughs> it's just capping poverty right now. We talked about this before in a prior podcast. There's a lot of things we have to do to cap poverty, and we're not doing most of them, you know? People just step over homeless people. There's that Dave Chappelle stand-up when he talked about you know, Sesame Street, and it was, yeah. like, fucked up, and he talked about Oscar the Grouch, right? He's like, this is why people treat homeless people like shit, because when they were little kids, they get programmed, they're like, oh, Oscar, you're a grouch. He's like, yeah. bitch, I live in a fucking trash can. <laughs> Ain't nobody on Sesame Street helping me. For real. I'm like, yeah, I mean, we view people that are homeless as, you know, they 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 had to be there, like, or they chose to be in that situation, when a lot of, like, a lot of time it's not the case, you know? Dave Chappelle has covid no way. Yeah. Crazy. So get well soon. Get Dave. well soon. Didn't Every- Kevin Hart get COVID too? I don't know. A lot of people did. But I just thought it was funny because some site, I think it was Fox, and they posted Dave Chappelle has COVID and canceled all his uh, shows, and they put a picture of a different black guy. Oh <laughs> Typical Fox News. The, one of the funniest <laughs> interviews I saw was of Samuel L. Jackson, and he was doing an interview before the Super Bowl, and they were talking about a Super Bowl commercial he was in. And he was like, I was in the Super Bowl commercial. What are you talking about? And he's like, do you think I'm Lawrence Fishburne? <laughs> and the guy was like, oh, yeah, sorry. I thought, you know, anyways, they tried to ask him another question. He's like, nah, we're going to stay on this. You really yeah, think I'm Lawrence did. Fishburne? He, I saw that. And yeah. I was rolling. I'm like, man, this guy's hella racist. He's like, they yeah, all these man. black people look alike. I mean, yeah. Talk about COVID and, you know, cor- coronavirus. Um, we coronavirus. actually, as America, we reached 400,000 deaths, which was pretty tough, you know? It's still a thing, y'all. If you guys didn't notice, it's still a thing. It's Absolutely. still present. Um, I, for those who don't who know, like for my second job, I work at Target, and legit, we get texts every time an automated text of anybody that gets like COVID, they have to let the staff know. And so, for the past literally two months, every week we've had like five of those text messages every week saying that someone has got coronavirus, someone got COVID, and yeah. I've been I've been getting tested, getting negative every time. So, um, it's still a thing. By the way, when yeah, the number watch. Biden's going to do all this stuff. The numbers will drop yeah. if everybody plays their part. And then the other side is going to be like, oh, it's fake. That's fake. It's it's so funny Ugh. that the we talk about Corona so much. I'm sorry, guys. but it's Because we're still in it. I know, I know. It's, so it's, it's a, still trending topic. It's a life we're living. But it's so funny, like the deniers or the people that say we need to open up the economy. It's just so funny because they'll say stuff like, oh, it only has like a 1% to 3% kill rate, right? I'm sitting there like, we shut down most economies around the country. Everybody has to wear masks in public spaces. And we still lost 400,000 people by the one-year mark. Yeah, You feel me? You know what I'm saying? What if we didn't do that? No, they would have. Ima- imagine how many people would have died if we didn't do that, if we didn't close the economy. We already surpassed the number in a year. That's what Trump said. Yeah. That was Trump said. Oh, what if we did do that? Millions would have died. Oh, my God. So he, well, and then, and then, <laughs> and he then just co- did it late. And, and then, well, contradicting themselves, it's like, yeah, but one life is still too many lives lost. It's just. It's a, the contradictory. But it, then for he me. got caught in that interview. I can't remember what his name is, the old man that interviewed him. 
And he was saying, he was admitting, he was like, yeah, I knew it was serious. Yeah. I knew it was dangerous. On the telephone. But I didn't want to panic people. I was like, it's not about panicking people. You need to tell people you the truth. You need to form them. You need to tell people the truth right now. Like, this is what's happening. This is what we have to do. And that's why I don't understand. It's very difficult to speak to some of these people because the, the amount of, like, cognitive dissonance and, like, mental gymnastics they have to do it's to get around this, this, this argument, they'll say on one hand, you know, like, oh, we need to open up the economy. It's really not that bad. But then they'll say, oh, Trump closing the these things and offering these vaccines at this time saved the economy. Then they'll say, like, oh, we're going to credit. What did you save? I don't, and they'll say, like, oh, we have to credit Trump for getting the vaccine out in time. But then you're going to say that the vaccine doesn't help and I'm not taking it. I'm By like, the way, why you say that, you know, the thing that frustrates me the most, because the, you, people keep talking about the economy and also have they looked at the percentage right now? Have they looked at the GDP? Have they looked at the unemployment rate? Yeah, it's better than it, what it was. No, what, what, the, stuff. the unemployment rate's shit. No, but it, no, awful. like again, it was. It's better than it what it was when all this stuff like towards like the prime time of this like coronavirus thing yeah. hit, and so everyone loves to use the excuse that you know the coronavirus is the reason why the 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 pandemic happened or that the the big decline happened yeah. economically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like if you look at every tenure of every president before him, yeah, Obama, how many pandemics did he have? Two of them, still in the green. You had Bush, he had 9-11, the 9-11 trauma, the stock market crashed after all that crap happened. What happened? We were still in the green. You know what I'm saying? It was still tough. I don't know if we're in the green. No, but you get what I'm saying, though. Like, yeah. it at least was, uh, in its, so it was at the bottom, but it was... The recession also. With the, the recession, recession happened. But it's, I'm just saying, it's like, we are, do we shut down? Yeah. So the thing is, is like, President Obama even said this, and I completely agree with what he said. Yeah. And he says, like, this virus would have been difficult for any administration to deal with. Yeah. Right? The problem is that this is not a functioning administration to the degree we need to be successful with the virus. And he, and that's the issue here. I think that lives would have been lost no matter who the president is. Right? It would have been difficult for anybody. Yeah. But the, the way it was handled right now and the back and forth and the playing to both sides, playing to your base and arguing with guys like Fauci, like – while Republicans oh are now God. out there getting vaccinated, like yeah, it's ridiculous, it's, like and and then especially these, in red states, <laughs> and these politicians have the audacity to go on live TV and to get the vaccine in front of the world, and I'm like, man, fuck you guys! Like honestly, you guys are gonna sit here and tell all these Americans that that this shit is a hoax and you're in the vaccine. You're is the first bullshit. one to get it. And then you guys go and get the vaccine so you can protect yourselves and your family. Like, get the fuck out of here, Or man. you can dump your stocks and invest yeah. in, um, you know, a body Like bags. the Georgia senator that, that was running. <laughs> like, these guys literally went to the meeting that, like, pre-COVID, they went to the meeting and said, like, all this stuff's going to happen. Then all these guys went and dumped their stock. Like, yeah. fuck you guys. And the, even the irony yeah. of it is that guess what they invested in? Body bags, bro. What the? <laughs> Come on, man. And then anybody Come that on. said that this is like a, just a conspiracy. There was a book that came out in the mid 2000s, and I'll find this and so I can confirm. But there's a guy who said like top seven most dangerous things to the planet right now. One of them was a pandemic coming out of China because there are so many people in that country, and it's so global of an economy, it would devastate the planet. Yeah. He said this back in like 04. Yeah. You know, and this is just a random dude that just studies things. Bill right? Gates said it too. Yeah, and yeah. also in like 2012, you go on Netflix or as you look on Google, there's a Chinese uh, soap opera that literally talked about in 2020 there's going to be a, a form of coronavirus because coronavirus has always been a thing. It's not. It's not like it's like brand new. It's but just it, the 19. It's just the, it's, it was yeah. established in 2019 yeah. here in the United States. But like she talked about that in and I saw the clip and it's like she's talking about that there's going to be a new stem of coronavirus that's going to be launched in 2020. 
And it's like, obviously, you can think about it. Like, I'm just saying, it could be a coincidence, but like the fact that this has been known since 2012. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Can't call it prophecy, but I'm not and telling people you know are going to sit here like, oh, my God. Like well, this. out of all the deaths, 400,000. Washington only has 4,500. Still too many, but I get what you're saying. But, like, so all the people who are complaining in Washington, oh, the restrictions are too much, just be thankful, all right? Yeah. All the places where it's lax, people are dying in the... Tens of thousands, twenty thousand, thirty thousand. Yeah. yeah, and you can see the culture is different here because even if we transition over to sports, right? The Seahawks are the only team in the NFL without a single coronavirus yes, case. Yes, sir. The only team in the NFL. And these Shut guys up. travel to what seven different states during the season. Not a single person. I think the Not organization the... had one staff member that got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. It was like one staff member. But I know, like, none of the, none players, of the players and coaches though. got. She it. got it because she went out. Yeah. And that's that's a huge like that's just a, a sign that this is a different culture out here, you know. And we're a huge medical culture here in Seattle for people that don't know. I know a lot of y'all watch Grey's Anatomy, so maybe you know. But that's actually a real thing, by the yeah. way. Yeah, but we I have, went there. Yeah, <laughs> but like most of the culture of like the live culture of diseases, they bring here so they can study them and they can create vaccines. Like there's huge like Swedish Hospital, Harborview, you know, like UW yeah. Medical. Like it's just a huge culture. <laughs> Like all of us know that the majority of girls we know work in some form of healthcare. Like, it's just it's a different world out here. Like, and you can see the success over here. There's so, a I, I kind of have a funny like this is like a side note. We'll go back to the actual topic. But it, it was I watched some like outtakes of uh, Grey's Anatomy, and yeah. the lady didn't know how to say Alki, so she's like, "Hey, do you want to go to Alki?" Like, it's like talking about Al, like going like like hey, running around Alki, and they like stop. It's like cut. It's, it's Alki. <laughs> Okie dokie, Alki. Like, what the heck? What Where'd you get Alki from, bro? I mean, if you're not from here, like, yeah. a lot of things are named after uh, Native, Native tribes and Native people American. or whatever. So. I love it. Chief Seattle? That just sounds dope. Me and, hey, Chief Seattle. That's why Mike says every episode, this is occupied Duwamish territory. Duwamish territory. Jeez. But also, under fire, we, we were just talking about coronavirus and talking about, like, literally just the inauguration. Yeah. Even on the fact, bro, Mike, let me tell you. Then uh, February eighth, the week of February eighth, man, impeachment trials. Oh shit! What you think, man? Um, I'm gonna go get me some peach mint ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, what's that place called in White Center? Always ready, Mike. Shit, you always ready. No, they they have an ice cream flavor called peach mint. Oh, nice. It actually kind of sounds that kind of sounds fire. Yeah, it's. Dope. I, but, yeah, we're in the midst of that, dude. I don't know. Like, what's your thoughts, bro? Like, I mean, something did happen January 6th that kind of is causing this, so. What was the, uh, they had, oh, my God, who was talking about it? Um, Marco Rubio was talking about it. What happens about. if you get impeached? Do you go to jail? No, no, no. no. So, when you get impeached, the 25th Amendment, all these things that he loses his chance since he didn't run a second term, he actually can't run again. So there's a lot of, um, and he does, so there's actually a lot of things in this impeachment. He actually doesn't get the security because yeah, he, he loses all his benefits. He basically. loses literally all his yeah, benefits. He's sweating now. He's sweating. He's like, Putin's I need like, that. Oh, People are coming after me right now. So, like, most presidents, when they leave office, they get Secret Service with them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, like, for the rest of their lives. George Bush talked about it. He can't drive a car on public grounds. Yeah. Ever. So, if he leaves his property, somebody has to drive him all the time. And, like, you lose all these, like, you know, stipends and yearly checks and stuff, you know, just to keep you it's like a, yeah, comfortable. Like, you know? Yeah, talk. You yeah, like, so your retirement checks, you know. And... But he, he won't get any of that. And he can't run ever again for anything. Uh, anything, yeah. So, 
mean, you're kicked out from your home state. You can't do anything in your like you're not kicked out, but I mean you can't do anything in your home state. And with a Democratic House and a split Senate, it is extremely possible that he can get impeached. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, it's going to be crazy. Like this story with him is not done, but I guarantee you, if it happens and they convict him in the Senate. It's gonna get wild out here again. Again, it's gonna it's gonna fire back you, up. You know what felt good when I was reading about the trials and thinking about and just reading, just researching it, seeing Mitch McConnell, uh, ISIS says minority leader. That felt good. That felt good to read. Not the biggest Schumer fan, but how's it feel to be a minority? <laughs> but not the biggest fan of Schumer, and I'm a, I'm brave enough to say that. I don't care if I'm a Democrat. There's just some Democrats I'm gonna stand for. I'm not the biggest fan of him, but it was cool to see that, like, you know, a guy in blue finally being able to be the majority leader and seeing Mitch McConnell, minority leader. All right. Yeah, I think uh, you guys have we're in good hands now. I can finally step away from politics. (laughs) I'm ready. It's going to get boring now. Like, what are we going to talk about when it comes to politics? This shit's hella boring. Like, we're Oh, there's a lot that could be. We got a lot of sports things. We're going to have the Super Bowl coming up, right? Yeah. Oh, and Valentine's Day coming up. Who's your guys' uh, Super Bowl picks? Right, let's talk NFC Championship, AFC yeah. Championship. Yeah. Buccaneers. I so you're going Buccaneers, Buccaneers. Buccaneers, baby. I got Bucks. Uh, who are they playing again? The Green Packers? Bay. Green Bay. Damn, I really want to see Tom Brady take the Bucks to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so. it's, it's tough because they have to play. And I want him to beat Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah. And I don't know what the weather's going to be like. It doesn't up, matter for Tom Wisconsin. Brady. No, Tom Brady thrives in the snow. Tom Brady can play. I know he played in Foxborough for a long time, so it snows a lot. And I said what I said. He thrived in the snow. Yeah. (laughs) At the same time, he's an old man now, so that's why he went to Tampa. Yeah, his joints are going to get like all. His last, like, eight games, he's been playing out of his fucking mind. Yeah. He's hot. He's a go. And like you've been saying, Jay, the defense is better. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about those two teams is if the positive for Green Bay is Devontae Adams. Yeah. And the running back, what's his name again? Um, Williams or Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones. Jones. That's a positive from, and then obviously Aaron Rodgers. The weather is going to play a big thing here because on both it, sides, yeah. When it comes to Tampa, not on both sides. They haven't Green been playing outside. Be, Green Bay is going to be comfortable. They played outside maybe during the games, but not practice. Yeah, but it, it's still going to hit you differently. All their home games, the playoffs, they play it at home. They like live there. It. Yeah, they're used to that snow. Yeah. Just like here in Seattle, we're used to the rain, so we play okay up here. Everybody else struggles when it rains. <laughs> the, maybe. The thing about Tampa Bay is their offense is on par with Green Bay. They have more weapons than Green Bay, but their defense is much better than Green Bay's defense. Oh, yeah. Right? But, again, Green Bay has the luxury of playing in playing the weather home. and the elements. So, I mean, it's it's going to be a fun game to watch, but I definitely am going to pick Tampa. Tampa. What about Bills Chiefs? Bills. I, yeah. I, 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 the Bills have the hot hand right now. it's not going to be a state farm bowl, yeah. then uh, it definitely has to be a – Tom Brady versus the Bills in the Super Bowl. That's like that'd be just. I said Bills earlier in the season to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm taking Bucks Bills for sure in the Super Bowl. This one's for you, Grandma. <laughs> and we'll give we'll give our Super Bowl picks once the championship weekend is over. We'll pick our Super Bowl picks. Once of those two, though, I'm picking Tom Brady just because I want to see him win outside of New England. Well, it's crazy because he's already the goat. Un- like. Unequivocally, you can't argue with it. That man's a go. But if he gets two more after this, if he wins at least, if he just wins this one, if he wins in Tampa this year, 
I don't understand how you can ever say that Joe Montana is better than Tom Brady anymore. That conversation is Yeah, it's kind of like LeBron, the lo- the longevity yeah. of the peak. Yeah. That and, conversation. And in football, though, like, also, you you don't have to be at the peak yeah. to really succeed. Like, you can be on, like, coming down the hill as a quarterback and still, like, make it to the big game. Like, I think of Kurt Warner for the Cardinals. Yeah. Like, that was at the end of his career. I'll yeah. tell you what. Like, with LeBron, if he wins a championship this year with L.A., He's the GOAT to me. And I know that's hard uh, to say because you got J.O. And I'm a huge Jordan fan. But f- is that five rings or four? That's five. F- that's five. Five. Because yeah, two with Heat, one with Cleveland, one with L.A. He'll be tied with Kobe. And I'm calling the But how many attempts? That's the point, though. Like, only two teams make it to the finals. LeBron went to, what, eight straight NBA finals? Yeah, four people I have say been straight, in the finals. I mean, yeah. No, he did. He went 07, right? Then he had took that break. And he went 2011, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. And then he went again. He lost. He didn't go, what? Oh, year? last year. When, two years yeah. ago when he was hurt. Two years ago he didn't go. And then he went last year and won it. Yeah, I feel that. How many, how many finals have you been to? Who do you think Total. is the GOAT, Stuart? Do you even like basketball Will like that? Chamberlain. Will? Yes. Get the fuck out Am of I wrong? What the hell? I mean, you Will think Chamberlain about Will Chamberlain is the GOAT Will Chamberlain didn't win a lot. Yeah, he didn't win. Uh, I think the go, in my opinion, will I just probably have to say Jordan. I do watch basketball like that. And me and Mike talk about this all the time. We argue about it. Because one of my favorite point guards is on the trading block right now, guys. Who? Alonzo Ball. Oh, Alonzo. What? He is? I love that guy, Send him to Charlotte. (laughs) Get the balls. Speaking of the... Put the balls together. Have y'all been watching LaBelle? Oh, of course. LaBelle is in the running for Rookie of the Year. He's nasty. like first in points, steals, rebounds, I think. You know you're nasty when uh, Luka Doncic, or whatever his name is, Luka, whatever his name is. You're filthy when they're giving you you the last shot of, like, every game. (laughs) We talk about this shit all the time. And I think it is hard at this point to deny LeBron... His goat status, yeah. especially once. Yeah. Now, when you talk about impact, you talk about prime. Like who had the higher prime? I think Jordan had the higher prime for sure. Yeah. I think at their best, I'd rather have Jordan. the The problem here is that LeBron's LeBron has been the best for 10, 11 years. Yeah, he's you know a beast. What I mean? Like once Kobe gave it declined. Up, like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't know. When but he even, got hurt, when he got hurt, two thousand ten. Yeah, but even Kobe didn't own like the league in the way LeBron does for the duration LeBron has owned it. Like Kobe has probably six years in his career where he is the outright best player in the NBA, and this is coming from an obsessed Kobe fan. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely love Kobe. He's my favorite player. I will tell you right now, Kobe was probably the best player for about six of his seasons. Fifteen years ago, he dropped eighty-one points. Today and oh wow, dang, Kobe will affect it. He'll affect the game as a scorer. He'll affect the game on the defensive end. LeBron affects every facet of the game. Wait, like, next week is his one-year anniversary. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Um, I don't want to go emotional on this podcast. We've been talking for a while. Such a sad day. Rest in peace to the king. King himself. So, king Cole. So right now, I'm, uh, I think Brady's the GOAT. If he gets to the if he gets the Super Bowl, he don't even have to win. If Brady just gets to the Super Bowl. He was the GOAT even if he didn't go. I know, but this completely... But yeah, I get what you said. This, though. like, legitimizes you just take, it. You took... Puts a border around it. Yeah, this changes it from an argument to this is facts at this, this point. You know this Buccaneers team reminds me of when um, when Rich Gannon was the quarterback, and then he played yeah. in the Super Bowl. It just reminds the me Raiders? of Raiders? Yeah, against, yeah, yeah, against yeah. the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. And it just reminds me of just, like, man, when Rich Gannon took... I mean, obviously, though, they won that year. 
Yeah. Yes. The Bucks won that year. With, uh, it, with John Gruden as yeah, the yeah, coach. Yeah. The first year after he was the Raiders coach, they fired him. Or yeah, tra- yeah. they traded, traded him, him yeah. to the Buccaneers, and then they played each other in the Super Bowl. And he won. And yeah. he won. <laughs> so, like, that's what I was like. I was, like, research, not researching. I was just watching the Bucks, Buccaneers uh, highlights and their season. I was like, man, this just reminds me of Rich Gannon when he took them to the Super Bowl. Like, it's like, man. But, like, Rich Gannon, you're like, who is this guy? Like, why yeah. is he here? Like, I know who this guy is. And I know he's a bum, but like with Tom Brady, it's like, dang, like you're still doing this, man. It's yeah, very comparable to LeBron. And Rich had a uh, Rich had like you know Max. Or he had a All Star. He had yeah. uh, he had a what's his name? What's the defensive tackle's name? Warren, Warren Stapp. Oh, Warren. Yeah. Stapp. He had a nasty team. So crazy things coming, man. Yeah, it's fun. Crazy. And then uh, Conor McGregor fights tomorrow. Oh, Poirier. Dang, Is that the guys- guy you were playing with? No. On this game? Oh. No. Be careful, though. Be careful because Dana's, Dana White said that he's going to come after stream, illegal streamers. So if you're illegally streaming, yeah, I saw he that. might come to your house and arrest you. That's what he said he's going to do. Because You know that they could have always done that. It's just like the UFC is losing so, money, so much money right now. It is impossible. Because he's got 70 bucks. Yeah. It is impossible to catch streamers. Like it's just impossible. Like all they, of them, you yeah. Catch some of them, you get some of them, but they, they stream it through like several different websites. Like, I would like a pardon. <laughs> I'd like a pardon, please, please pardon one me. One pardon, sir. Yeah, one you see pardon. that woman? Please, more pardons, bro. For me. Oh my god! Everyone's asking for pardons now. She's Everyone stormed the Capitol. They have so much footage of this lady. Which one? The one that stole the laptop? No, the one that was just storming the Capitol building. They have pictures of her, videos of her saying, "This is a revolution." Well, I'm going to break into this window over here. Like, she literally said everything she needed to to go to jail. And, and she's going to serve. She's, she's, yeah, she's, she's prison facing time. prison time. And Her. she told Trump in an interview, I need you to pardon me. I deserve a pardon. But he's gone now. Yeah. So like, just, a lot of people. So a lot of those who stormed the Capitol now are on, they were going on their social yeah. media shouting out, like, saying, Trump, like, save us. You and on is uh, not real, I guess. And they're all he pretty He was butt- never for you. They're pretty butthurt. You guys got You guys got duped. 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 Mike, didn't he? Then the uh, the person who ran QAnon, like yeah, the administrator website, yeah. Oh, by the way, Good literally, man. I saw Good footage. Man. They finally more footage came out of when they walked into the Senate floor, and guess who escorted him? An officer. Oh, That's, the black guy. No, a security guy or whatever, security officer. That's the scariest thing because walked them in. Walked the guy with the antlers or whatever, yeah. the QAnon leader. Because even a couple uh, Seattle PD got lost their job. Up. Yeah, they got, they got arrested as soon as I got here. Yeah, yeah, we touched on that last week. I yeah. love it. it. Made me happy. Oh, and then they had prior service <laughs> colonels. They had an Air Force colonel. Yep. Prior service retired. He got arrested. Like the girl who got shot prior service. Like that shit is scary. And me being in, you know. Being in the military, when as soon as I was, what? We do this all the time. We always say the same ass shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's real though. I have to live with these people, you know, and that's why it's scary. Like, I have to go like to different states, and I have to go to other places, and it's just, it's fucking crazy. Like, I remember I had a conversation with people when I was in Texas, and it's crazy to think about how these people view the world. And I have to live with you. I have to work with you. I have to trust. They're your brother. They're your brothers in arms. Yeah. And and I, by the way, I made the sign of quotations. Yeah. I got to like arms. run to a fire with these people. And 
It's just fire! I trust I trust them to do their job. You know, the, I trust the fire is a hoax. No, I'm yeah. just kidding. No, 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 I like I trust them to do their job. You know, they have to do their job or else these guys are fucking getting fired. But it is scary. It is a scary thing to think about that these people are so like embedded in our society. Like that definitely is an impeachable offense. Well, look at that yeah. inauguration. Did you guys see what happened in the inauguration? They had to dismiss 10, uh, 10 National Guardsmen. Yeah. I mean, and then Biden's on his way. He's going to, he's just dismissing everybody. He's like, cool, I'm going to hire somebody else. I'm going to hire somebody else. You guys are out of here. I'm going to hire somebody else. You ain't loyal to the soil, boy. Yeah. I mean, you got a clean house now. You know, drain the swamp, as they say. He, he, he did that. Also, lock up his whole family, too. Like, fuck those guys. They're oh, yeah. worse. They're worse. They're what's leeches. That thing, what's oh that thing God. that happened? Um, the thing that happened with him, the son and Trump, they, like, the... Like, them landing on a plane... The, I don't remember. Which, which one, one of his Well, you know, I, there children. was the thing where they Making were renting money. out a toilet. There, there we go, yeah. Just for all his fucking... Secret Service, so they can go take dumps at at Jared Kushner's fucking uncle's house. Because they wouldn't let them use the bathroom in their lame. own home. So lame. But yeah, bunch of weird. They were just making money. All I remember was oh, what I was talking. Us. They were making yeah. money, like renting out a like a landing strip or something, some like stupid like, thing. There's like evidence that the president committed voter fraud too, because he wasn't a resident of Florida, but he voted in Florida because he has property there. So it was like he. There's evidence that he committed voter fraud, which is super fucking I don't ironic. Understand it. Anyways, what a world we I live am in, your guys. Conscience. You guys excited for the new Mortal Kombat movie? Yeah, dude. I got to see Kwai Liang. Yeah, excited new Mortal like, Kombat movie coming out. It's gonna be on HBO Max, but it's like, since it's not gonna be in theaters, coming out 2021. That's this year. Shit, I just rem- I just realized that. Whoa, whoa. Hell yeah, let's know. go. So uh, the story is gonna take place. I read a little plot synopsis. Uh, it's gonna be some guy, right? Some random dude, but he's like connected to the Scorpion family, whatever. He doesn't know it. He's just a fighter. Yeah. And he has like this mark on him. And Scorpion, tr- I mean, Sub Zero tries to kill him. And then he's like, all right, I gotta go to Mortal Kombat. He trains with Raiden and Sonya and Jax. Is Did they say it. his name? Uh, is it Takeda? I forgot. I forgot. I've been I've been following along with. Uh, but uh, I'm excited for it. I love Mortal Kombat. They say it's gonna be brutal, rated R. Should they're be. gonna have some fatalities in that? It's supposed Ooh. to be that. Because you know the '90s movies, those are like retro cool. Yeah, but they're terrible yeah. CGI wise. <laughs> I mean, like compare the games now to the games that we played, like. Deadly Alliance. Yeah, like, games. but like think about like Mortal Kombat trilogy, like on N64, yeah. like. Oh. Like, the they literally just, like, copy and pasted their picture and, like, them punching and shit, and that was the game. And they added the blood. There yeah. were animalities, friendshipalities. Babalities. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited. I saw that, too. I, I'm a huge fan of Mortal Kombat. Uh, my, one of my favorite characters is Bihan, which is, is the first Sub-Zero, his brother. Yeah. And obviously, say, he dies. Yeah. He dies and becomes a new Cybot, and... Kwai Liang, who's like known as Tundra, takes the Sub Zero title, and yep. and it pretty much is about Kwai Liang, representing, representing. So for was that like the character you you were always Sub Zero? Rock with Sub Zero? Oh, I always rocked with Sub Zero. Who's my favorite character? Nice. Well, Tundra. You got a favorite uh, Mortal Kombat character? Yeah, uh, Kung Lao. Kung, Kung Lao. Lao was tight. I liked the uh, Liu Kang and uh, Scorpion. Yeah. Some, but my third character I rocked here. with was Raiden because he had the little cheat side side. Yeah. But I like the noise that uh, Luke came in. <laughs> <laughs> I like Raiden. 
afraid of me number two because of the lightning, but I like Kung Lao, man. He got that hat. That bicycle kick was dope. Oh. I wish, you know, so if you remember the old Mortal Kombat movie, um, it was, uh, it's a classic, you know, the old yeah. one. They made Raiden a white guy, which, okay, you know. Man, it, that guy might be a little native. Maybe. Maybe. But anyways, it's funny because Shang Tsung was a great, the, the, who they picked for Shang Tsung was amazing. Even Liu Kang, I liked Liu Kang. But I wish he actually was rated because those two, like, he would have done be- really good for both characters. But he plays a good bad guy. He played a really good bad guy. And then you watch Johnny Tsunami and he's the uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, he played a Hawaiian local. Shang Tsung. Yeah, Shang Tsung. Yeah. Guy yeah. plays Shang Tsung. Wait, what did I say? I thought you said Kung Lao. Oh, yeah, I did some Kung Lao. I meant Shang Tsung. But then you watch uh, Johnny Tsunami and this guy's the yeah. uncle. Oh, bro. He's the Johnny Tsunami. Okay, so real quick question pop culture movie question. Who played a better Hawaiian, Johnny Tsunami's grandfather, or what's his name from Fifty First Dates? Ben, uh, oh, Ben Stiller. Not Ben Stiller. No, um, no oh, Ben Stiller. What's, um, oh, what's no. his name? Rob Schneider. Rob, Rob Schneider. Schneider. Who Rob, played a better Hawaiian? Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider <gasps> for sure. Just because I know hell. Like so. I don't know. I feel like if when you live on an island like that and everything's beach. It kind of breeds a certain lifestyle and a certain like temperament to things. Like you just, you kind of like go with the flow, ride the wave, yeah. you know. And that's how I felt that he was. Rep- he was like so aloof and like he, like the quotes that he had. Were so he funny. so he meth. He's like kind of a method actor. And when they he stayed in character from the start of the day to the end of the day. And they did interviews with him that aren't inside the movie. They're just to interview him about the movie. And he stayed in character. And his, you got to watch these interviews because they're better. They're even better than the movie as hard as that is to explain or like justify. But this guy was in his interviews talking. And he's just like, yeah, we call him Hanale. And they're like, Hanale? He's like, yeah, his name's Henry, but we call him Hanale. He's like, it's local boy shit. And I'm just sitting there listening to him talk. And I'm like, fuck, this guy's speaking pigeon right now. Yeah. Like this guy's on Jamie's Rob level. Schneider or Rob Schneider. Like my favorite quote though, like when he said it. So I don't know what he the Hawaiian thing he said, but I'll just like mimic it a little bit. He's like, he's like Hanalei, Hanana, Hofmanuku. I think it's like, oh man, that's really beautiful. Adam said, I was like, oh, it's really beautiful, man. What does that mean? Bring me back a, a t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> Oh my god! And he was talking about. He said, "What do you say?" He's like, shocks. when he had his injury, it was just like, "Nah, shocks only bite when you touch their private parts." <laughs> shocks are very nice. Yeah. And then he's like, "What happened to your your like stomach? Where'd you get that cut?" Oh, a shock bit me. It's like, oh, you put touch the shark's private parts. I'm like, oh my god! And he did another one. Like when he's like, yelling, he they're doing a video or whatever for the girl who had the memory loss. Yeah. And she's just like, "How do we like Luku? Get your your brother out of the deep wash up." <laughs> I was like, dang, this guy killed it. I love Adam Sandler. What's your guys' favorite Adam Sandler movie? Uh, I would say Mr. Deeds. Mr. Deeds? That's a good pick. Where he hits his foot, the back black foot. That shit yeah. is fucking disgusting. Uh, my favorite Adam Sandler movie is either The Waterboy yeah. or <sighs> Little Nicky. Yeah. Little Nicky. Little Nicky was so funny. I mean, I'm going to pick 51st Days. That's my favorite for sure. I think I have to say also Happy Gilmore. Happy was Gilmore really is gonna be number really two. Good. I love Happy Gilmore. Even Billy really... Madison was pretty. Yeah, funny. Billy Madison was funny. This guy makes the best worst movies. Pop guys, chicken, this the shirt net. Adam Sandler was on the wave before the wave. Heck yeah, the best bro. part about him, the best part about him, is he just put on all his friends, like all his friends were in his movie. Those were homies. Yeah, like, David Spade, yeah. all of them. They were all in the movie, and then the other smaller actors. Oh yeah. yeah. They built their careers. Like the guy from of... Grandma's Boy. Yeah. And, uh, 
What's that? What's that Christmas? So the funny when he played because he played a lot. Hey, crazy nights. He made that old thing. He's like, I think I'm having a seizure. <laughs> yeah, we could never make those movies today. <laughs> we could never. Oh that movie was gosh. tough, bro. I mean, we have some legends. But, I mean, he's up. Jewish, right? So he can make a film about Jewish. Yeah. What it's like being a Jewish hey, man, Sandler, a single yeah. Jewish bachelor or whatever. Yeah. Like, and this might sound crazy. <laughs> this might sound crazy, but when I think of Adam Sandler, the only names I think of off the top of my head are guys like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Robin Williams. Like, I know he's not on that level, but in terms of what I enjoy and I grew up with. Oh, Mike Myers. Miss that guy. I was never a Mike Myers fan. Dude, like, awesome Donkey! <laughs> oh, yeah, Shrek. Shrek. He played Shrek. Shrek. He killed Shrek. it. Well, I'm a huge fan of... Oh, now I forgot his name. Why? It's, it's spawning on me. What's his name? Steve Carell. I freaking love yeah, Steve, Steve Carell, man. Dope. The Office. But then, like, when he played Gru in yeah. It's Despicable Me, I was like, dude, this guy's just... Forty-year-old virgin, like bro. He's like. But see, the thing about like comedy actors too is that they can play dramatic movies. Yeah. But like, it's different when you're a drama actor. You can't transition to comedy like that. But all the comedy actors can transition to drama. That just tells you like how intelligent comedians are. I think Steve Carell did it the best though, because Mike Myers it was a little hard to like accept in some movies because he played too many characters where he had to like dress up and yeah, like Austin Powers and all that. Yeah, he was. It was different. Donkey! <laughs> the Love Guru. The Love Guru. Yeah. yeah. But nope. like, Mike, I forgot what movie it was, but I watched a few couple scenes of it, of Steve Carell when he played in a serious movie where his daughter died or something like that. Like, I bought into it. Like, it was like, damn, this dude's... What's the guy's name that plays... Uh, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't remember the name. He's from England. He plays those characters that are from like Kazakhstan and... Oh, um, the Borat Baron guy? Cohen. Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah. That's where I put... Freaking Mike Myers, and I put him in kind of that area. Yeah, you know I can I mean? agree. Because in all their movies, not as dark, but not as dark. But I put him kind of in that area. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, yeah. You know, Jim Carrey is like Dick Van Dyke type of guy. You know, yeah. like dope. They're dope. So, anyways, that's all we got for today. How are we doing on time, Stu? Dude, we're good. Are we plus or minus last week? Oh, we're plus. Well, oh, a good. lot of good. A lot of good. Good, stuff. good. We wanted to give stuff. you guys some. Some good things to listen to, you know. We we love that you guys enjoy what we have to say. We try to keep it interesting, relevant. You know. When we did that, man, we talked about a lot of things. It was good, good That's conversation, it. good conversation. I mean, hey, if you're uh, if you if you like voted blue, congratulations, we did it. Um, we got mixed Congress in our favor. It's got a lot of. Good things coming in the future. Let's uh, stay on top of this. $1,400 stimulus checks coming your way, possibly. If you possibly. voted red, let's work together to make uh, <laughs> this a better future. Let's work together, guys. Yeah, if you stop voted with red. the divide, We'll bro. listen to you when you're uh, sober, crying. <laughs> like, like, take down the flag. You're fine now. All right? Yeah. If Dad, you get past the voter fraud. Daddy ain't coming home. <laughs> he is in Florida. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm sorry. But yeah, he uh, pardoned Kodak Black specifically so that... And Lil Wayne. But Kodak Black, because he's from Florida, and he needs some soldiers to hold down the compound. Ooh, the that Mario Lago. Yeah, that makes hold sense. It down. But yeah. Because you're not welcome in New York anymore. Kodak Black hold it down. I think he might have caught a case already, like the one day he was out. Oh my God, but, of course he did. You know, you know how it be. Like but all right, y'all. So, uh, that's, that's a wrap for our first episode after the inauguration. I hope you guys are enjoying our content, like Mike said. Let freedom ring. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace.